heal so that you can hear what is being said without the filter of your wounds. Dr. Thelma. Has anyone ever placed that thought in your head about the importance of being perfect? See, we currently live in a society that emphasizes perfection, hustle and grind over healing, love and grace. So how can we change that? How can we place healing over perfection so that our children are not pressured with the same unrealistic life expectations that we are pressured with today? Hey, 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 this is season five, episode two. The title was I am not perfect, but I'm healing. So welcome, welcome back to another episode of Eat With Her, Don't Compete With Her podcast show. And I am your host, Jasmine. And if this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. Please do not be a stranger. We have plenty of content for you to check out. So please do go ahead and do that. Seasons of old, but evergreen content. So we're looking forward to you and your review on that. After you check out the show, please share it with a friend or a family member. Then just subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. If you're a returning listener and you haven't subscribed, come on now, what are you waiting for? See, everyone from new listeners to old listeners to listeners who's sometime with the content, please leave us a review. See, we want to grow as a platform. We want to grow as a podcast show and we can't grow without your reviews and your honest feedback. How am I going to build a community without you? And please listen until the end, but because we have some special announcements and we want to make sure that you hear it. So you know how we do. Let's get into this quote. Heal so that you can hear what is being said without the filter of your wounds, Dr. Delma. So immediately when I thought about that quote, one of the first things I thought about was this. Were you ever talking to someone and they're like, you know what? They're conjuring up their response while you're speaking. So maybe they heard a first, the first few words and they just want to respond in, in defense, right? And we often be like, you know, just don't defend yourself and and, and um, wait and 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 process what I'm I'm saying, et cetera, et cetera. But we never really think about why people function under that umbrella. And Dr. Thelma is kind of breaking that down a bit by saying the filter of your wounds. See the filter of what happened before, because when I was talking. Back when I was talking to Josh and the last time he said something and he mentioned um, me being uh, troubled, I, I know that that's a trigger for me. So understanding our triggers and understanding where we are can help us to understand where we are in terms of our process of healing and if we are healed or unhealed in the long run. But I just just wanted to say that because here's the facts. Like when we're walking around unhealed, we tend to bleed on folk who never harmed us. I remember um, there's a quote, I, I want to say it was on a documentary or something like that. Um, someone was interviewing Tupac and I remember him saying that I'm harsh because I'm sensitive. Like I'm out to get you before you get me. And that, I related to that a lot. I remember trying to understand myself from a place of understanding my behaviors and I was like, ooh, ooh, that's me. 
As soon as I heard it, I said, ooh, that's me. It makes a lot of sense. I relate to that a lot. Because that, in my opinion, was his way of letting us know that he is not okay in some areas of his life. So he responded within the filter of his wounds. Like, have you ever responded within the filter of your wounds? Like, think about that for a second. Like, if you are, like, on the dating scene, right, in an app, like, maybe like an app or something like that, a dating app, and someone says you're pretty, but your thought process is painting a picture for you that is filtering it through the lens of your wounded heart. So all you can see is this guy being just like the rest of the guys who did you wrong and hurt you. That's deep, right? So those are the unhealed areas of your life that shape the way you show up in the world. Are you showing up broken or are you showing up healed? So yeah, let's break this down a little bit, right? Because how does perfectionism or being a perfectionist have anything to do with healing? I got you. I got you. Let's start by talking about scars. I personally have a few scars that I will always remember for whatever reason. One is a steam burn. This this particular steam burn, I've ha- I've had a few, but this particular one is completely healed. But the scar hasn't completely gone away. See, the perfectionist in me wants the scar gone, right? Yes, healing takes time. And my progress can't live outside of my process. I know you're like, well, what does that mean? (laughs) I can't heal outside of the process that it takes to do so. See, I remember this particular wound vividly because I was making my favorite meals and, and I was tasting a new wine. So my renewed perspective about the chain of events is because I know I'm no longer a perfectionist, but one who is recovering from perfectionism. But that's a choice. So I have another scar. This one's pretty hard to forget. I was playing basketball at a local gym maybe about 10 or so years ago. And a guy, he um, stepped on my foot at the very moment that I jumped up. <sighs> Man, as you can imagine, it was pretty terrible. Like, I heard the bone crack. Like, I've had a twisted ankle here and there. So, you know, you want to believe that it's that. But fast forward, long, making a long story short, I had a broken fibula and needed surgery. Like, the next day. Not even a full 24 hours later. See, immediate surgery was necessary if I wanted appropriate healing. I don't think we place enough emphasis on appropriate healing see the doctor needed to put my broken bones in a cast literally smashing them together while I'm still hurting and the bone is still broken it's a process yes very painful I'll never forget it but it's a process of progress see He needed to compress my bones back into place before the surgery. Sometimes we can't make sense of the pressure we feel we are under in the midst of the process. But there is always, always a reason for deliberate pain. 
See, sometimes short stints of pain occur to help us avoid that lifetime of hurt. My bone, my bone literally needed to go through the appropriate stages of healing so that what was once broken can be whole again. Baby, that's a word. I'm going to say that again. My bone needed to go through the appropriate stages of healing so that what was once broken can become whole again. What needs to become whole again in your life? But you want to go through the the stages that feel good, right? You want to go through the, the, the dysfunctional familiarity of pain of of non-pain I got I don't want pain like let me avoid the pain street let me go down if it takes me a longer route as long as I don't need pain no sometimes the bones right the bones of your life needs to be broken so that you can heal and you don't have to feel that over the course of your lifespan over the course of the 85 years you're going to be on this earth you could have avoided that if you if you endured the pain right now. So what needs to be broken appropriately so that your healing can occur? You think about that because I can't answer that question for you. The interesting part is it's not even about perfection in these moments. It's about going through the process and keeping our eyes on that end goal. See, mine in that case was walking again. That was the end goal. What's your end goal? If you need to be broken, you better have an end goal in mind because it's going you're going to go through pain. So you at least want to define success for yourself before you get caught up in someone else's wheelhouse. So here's a tangible takeaway. Don't be so naive in thinking that wounds only need to go away and that pain only needs to subside. Respect the process of healing. See, wounds that are healing well will create scabs that turn into scars. Scars are our reminder that we indeed healed. See, I want to discuss what's actually wrong with perfectionism. As wrong as perfectionism is, it's because it's very overrated and an unrealistic expectation. Yet it's something we deeply desire and strongly set our sights on weirdly enough but honestly don't just take my word for it several reports uh will will back up my findings about why perfectionism isn't a good thing see Forbes reports that perfectionism is linked to burnout depression and anxiety very well made indicates that the stress of perfectionism can lead to low self-esteem, eating disorders, sleep disturbance, and psychological distress. And even Psychology Today details that the antidote to perfectionism is self-forgiveness. See, and while all these reports are right, I also believe that perfectionism is common when we uh, begin a task without defining the end goal. See, like, find out what success means to you and to find it ahead of time so that you're not slipping through the cracks of seeing what someone else is doing. See, for instance, if you're going to the gym simply to train for a marathon, you were n- and you were never going there to lose weight, yes, 
Weight loss is good. It's cool. It's 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 someone's goal. But it was never your goal. You need to re-examine why you're defining success by looking outward at someone else and what they're doing. What does that look like for you? And why did you redefine success? Is it because of comparison? Are some of your girlfriends attending the latest Pilates class? Is the Zumba class the trending topic within your gym? It really doesn't matter because whatever this new reasoning is, remember what your plan was. And I say all that to say, when we one, compare, and two, fail to define success ahead of time, we can easily fall into the trap of perfectionism. See, a marathon was an admirable goal when you started out, but now the perfect body is the goal? No, that's unrealistic and unattainable, mainly because it was never your goal. See, if you know me, then you know I often refer to myself as a recovering perfectionist. This means that I used to live my life in a way where I attempted to be perfect at everything, which created a lot of challenges for me in in different areas of my life. See, perfectionism was at the root of much of my anxiety. See, perfectionism was at the root of much of my anxiety. I began comparing myself to folk who simply can't compete with me. An imposter syndrome was my best friend. And I couldn't give grace to anyone because I didn't know how to first give it to myself. But I will say this. Much like addicts who leave rehab, one of the first things they learn is that they are indeed addicts. They don't come home saying that they're anything else. They accept who they are so that they can consciously and continuously heal from those broken pieces of themselves. This is why I call myself a recovering perfectionist. It's my way of confessing my truth and manifesting who I want to be. So here's a tangible takeaway. Perfectionism causes more harm than good. It has never helped me or healed me, so I'll leave it in the rear view. When I think about healing, I really think about understanding different versions of ourselves like I think that sometimes we can tap and tap right into those unhealed versions of who we are but when I think about the better or the very best version of who we are if we work at that we can become that healed version like when once we tap into that healing the problem is is that we remember that unhealed version so sometimes we We tiptoe back there and see what life's like back there. So when someone heals, they go from unhealthy to healthy. They take the meds or they go through the process. They get the rest or they go through the surgery. Whatever progress they must make towards healing, they go through it. And to actually need healing means that you are wounded, injured, harmed, or distressed. See, healing is not just physical, though. I think that we often place, you know, a lot more emphasis on the physicality of healing and healing of our bodies and the things in which people can see. But there are other things in which we need healing from. There are other areas of who we are as a whole and being that might need healing. You can need physical healing as much as a spiritual one. Emotional healing as much as mental. 
And I think the biggest problem is not the, see, our body goes through a natural state of healing when we need, um, we have those wounds and when we are injured, harmed, or, or distressed. But those other areas of our lives, I find that we must actually put in the work. And that, my friend, that's where we have trouble. See, the stages and processes of healing physically can be more natural and organic. And this doesn't mean that it won't be hard because the body is not in its natural state. However, healing your mind takes much reprogramming. And this is a constant fight against what you knew. A fight against perfectionism is indeed on the road to healing your emotional self. See, a fight against imposter syndrome is indeed on the road of healing your mental self. See, a fight against poor budgeting is a generational curse you may be breaking on the road to healing your financial self. In a fight, a fight against building up your prayer life is indeed on the road to healing your spiritual self. And see, the moral of the story is fight to heal, not to perfect. And our affirmation for the day is I affirm that all that was broken is being made whole again. I am chasing healing and not perfection. This road is way more satisfying. So now let's get into some reoccurring housekeeping. I need your help per usual <laughs> um, with some of the Eat Don't Compete um, support, uh, some non-monetary ways of supporting, always leaving reviews for the show, um, those ratings as well. If you need that, you can always email me or... Um, Come on my website and I'll give you the exact way on how to leave a rating and review because we need you guys to listen, of course, but we also need to know what you think. Um, some other non-monetary ways um, is leaving a book review. That would be great as well on Amazon.com, as well as resharing some of our social media um, content. We work hard on creating that, so we would love to also know what you think and you share that with a friend if you're enjoying the content in which we're putting out of course some monetary ways of supporting the brand is by purchasing the book that link will be in the description uh purchasing uh, uh our merch from the edc store that's on my website that link will also be in the description and send it a do donation um so all of these links will be right in my description. But of course, I have a special announcement. Yes, 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 I have a special announcement. So I released the Eat, Don't Compete book in September of 2022. And now we're in February of 2023. Like, Jasmine, you didn't have a book launch. You didn't have a release. You didn't have an official tissue, this, this, that, and the other. Bah, bah, bah. Cool. I heard it. We're having an official book launch. Yes, unconventionally months later, life was life. And OK, um, we're having that in April. I have a lot of information. I might even do a bonus episode next month to um, to give you more information on that event. But that event will be April 8th. Very um 
a more intimate event, but it's not just going to be a book launch. It's also going to be a live podcast show. And of course, I'm having special guests. It's been a while since I've interviewed folk. So I'm looking forward to that dual event. But I'm also looking forward to meeting you face to face, not just talking in your ear and yapping and bop, bop, bop. So I'm really looking forward to that. If you guys um, are interested in that, please blow up my DMs, hit up my emails, hit me up on the website. Um, I will give you more information very soon. That's April the 8th and the um, the tickets will be as low as $20. I've seen you pay $20 for a handful of coffee, so stop playing with me i need you in the building okay so once that content comes out once that promo information and marketing information goes out i'm going to shoot it to you guys directly so i would love for you to share it send it to a friend to a friend to a friend and a family member but um i appreciate you guys tuning in today thank you for tuning in to another episode of eat with her don't compete with her podcast show with your host jasmine You could have been anywhere else in the world, but yet you decided to hang out with me and I'm grateful. Remember to eat and never compete. Thank you.